everyone, and welcome to the Dope Academy <laughs> podcast. It's <laughs> so funny how it goes. Like I know, that. right? <laughs> and go. <laughs> All right, so as you can see, it's the first time I have a green screen. I got an engineer. It's like really dope stuff going on. So we're just getting used to it. So forgive me if I'm looking all around because I'm trying to remember where to look. But I am here. Oh, no. My phone uh -oh, volume is on. Hold on. Let me turn that down before I get embarrassed. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I am here with comedian Richard Wack. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Um, I had the pleasure of seeing him perform live at one of Zoom, my friend Zoom's comedy specials, and he was mad funny, so I definitely wanted to invite him on so we can kind of kick it, learn more about him, and then discuss various topics. Yeah, you know? Thank you for having me. You're I, welcome. I've been wanting to do this for a while You're now. You're welcome. I finally made it. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, so can you tell the audience a little bit about... Um, why you got into comedy and where you're from, things like that. Uh, like why I decided to be a comedian. Uh, I don't know, man. I just like let, letting people laugh. You know what I'm saying? Like making them laugh, bringing that kind of joy out of somebody. Uh, I don't know. The only story would be that um, Eddie Murphy was doing uh, the Raw one when he did Raw. I grew up on that. I, that was the first comedy special that I ever watched that was like, dick That was your suck, first? Oh. Dick <laughs> suck fucking ass pussy. You didn't get it. Hey, no, and come fuck me in yeah. that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. and I saw that and I just laughed. I was bawling laughing. Lillian cannot use the phone. <laughs> That's one of my favorite comedy specials of all time. That yeah. and Delirious. To this day. I mean, that was crazy to me. I didn't really back Delirious like that. I did you, loved did, Raw. Okay, but you're a little younger than me. Did you run after the ice cream truck when you was little? Of course not. The ice cream truck knew we had money. He was like, let me get this fat kid's money right now. I related. Now. Like, your mom telling you you can't have something. She's trying to remake whatever the, the food that your friend's getting from a oh, yeah. fast food joint, uh -huh. you know? But That's Raw true. is my favorite. A lot of people, Delirious is their favorite, but Raw is is my favorite over top of Delirious, for sure. Yeah. So, so I saw that, and it just made me want to, you know what I'm saying, keep pursuing it. Yeah. Like, I would rehearse his entire set for my friends, like, just messing around, like, on the corner, and we would just be sitting there, and I'd be acting it out, and Big Mac and a chatty friend. And it was like, <laughs> just to do it, I had my friends sit there laughing at me, do his routine. Yeah, it really made me want to do it, though. Made you want to. Yeah. Where are you originally from? Uh, Clinton, Maryland. Clinton. 301. Yes, okay. indeed. Indeed. DMV. See, mm -hmm. I be trying to I be trying to represent the DMV and put on for the DMV. Oh. So if you notice, a lot of my guests, a lot of the clothing I wear is all from people, creators, designers from the DMV. This whole season, every piece of um a t shirt I wear will be a designer from the DMV. For sure. Mm -hmm. For okay. sure. That's love. So engineer. Can we get the chat um, on the screen? I literally just posted a message. Oh, okay. I didn't even see nothing. Look up on the screen right now. Join the chat. Where? Over there. On the TV. Oh, yeah. It's right there, though. It's not like it's further over there. I know. I'm just getting used to it, y'all. Look at this. Tomorrow, it'll be sunny skies. You know, that's what I feel like. Because it's like different. There you go. Now you got your DMV, PG County. PG What's up, Ray? What's up, Ray? What they know? Fools will more snicker do. So, Ray, who's just commented, he is 
one half of the WHL podcast, and mm. I will be doing a special um, collaboration podcast with them next Sunday at 8. We'll talk about it a lot more um, at the end of this podcast, but mm. y'all going to look forward to that. It's going to be dope. So my man Richard's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. One for the cause. One for the cause. <laughs> one for the cause. We're going to take a drink on that. Mm. Boom. All right. Thank you. Doing that one. Hey, Eddie. Yes. The second half, Eddie is here too. WHL Eddie. podcast. Y'all make sure y'all go follow, like, what subscribe, up, all that good stuff. Yes, sir. For sure. Um, so we'll get a little we'll get a little bit more into um comedy towards the end. But for sure. now, because we're going through 2020, which has been wild as fuck. Right. Um, I want to talk about some some uh, topics. Okay. okay. What's up? What's up, Travis? <laughs> My brother. It's the noodles. same cookie, man. It's the same <laughs> damn cookie, okay? It's out of that war. <laughs> it's the same cookie. Thanks for tuning in, Man Man. Kimberly, what's good? Much love, y'all. Man Man from D.C. Northeast in the house. That's Northeast. right, Northeast. Um, so I want to start with the topic. Okay. And you guys feel free to comment out there. But I haven't gotten into it yet. There's a lot of stuff that has happened. Since I've been on my break and before season two, um, and one major thing is the developments with Kanye. Hmm. Okay. Woosa, mm-hmm. <laughs> woosa. Well, okay. So, um, in your opinion, and I'll give mine after. Okay. Is Kanye really um, what we're seeing with Kanye? Is that mental illness mixed with creative genius? Is that the Kardashian curse? Is that strategic branding rooted in capitalism? Actually, I'm actually like, I'm glad that you asked that question in particular with Kanye, because there is both, you know what I'm saying? You can't act like there's not both. There is creative uh, genius Mm -hmm. and there is, um, what was the other one? Mental illness. Mental illness. It's two, it's two in the same really, but. I don't know. Like I, I don't listen to none of none of the new shit Kanye is saying. But some of his older <laughs> things, like, just, I got to put that shit over there because like, you I, can't get tagged into that. You know I only I mean? recognize college dropout. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> oh, who did? What other shit is that? A list? Like no, Max. man, no. So I mean, at that time, I think okay. Let's take his stance on you know Republican and all that. Uh, his uh, Democratic belief. I mean, his, mm-hmm. uh, political beliefs. Mm-hmm. Me personally, there is a systematic system where they, I don't know how to put it. They, it's not, it's not how Kanye puts it. It's how he's he delivering it. Yes. 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 I'm I sorry. Just, but. He just need, so when Snoop said, he said it on the breakfast club, like a couple years ago, he said, Kanye needs to sit down with some black aunts. Mm. I knew exactly what he meant. He meant he needs to have women in his family that have known him since he was a child to look at him and be like, Oh, you 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 bugging? I know what you mean, but the way you're take that frying yeah, pan upside yeah, like you are bugging, right? Yeah. So yeah. I believe it's all of what I just named. I believe he does have bipolar. He's admitted to that. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing wrong with that. Bipolar people tend tend to be real lit. I'm not even gonna lie. Everybody who I know who's bipolar is very fun to hang around. They have issues where they go into a to a depressive state, and that's definitely probably really hard to deal with. No, of course, no. But no. in the normal realm. They are actually really cool. I'm not. That's that's no, just my experience. No, call it what you want to call it. The dude is just ego tripping in my in my place. But, but he when can, he, he does can, the outlandish shit, he's just ego tripping. That's, that's strategic marketing. Okay, well there you I'm go. I'm saying it can be all of it. I think that he does have the bipolar. I think that he 
knows exactly what he's doing with strategic marketing. Uh -huh. And I also think that we have to acknowledge that there is a Kardashian curse. The men who go in that house do not leave the same. You know what it is about the Kardashian curse, though? <laughs> I think we use that word wrong. It's not, in my, my opinion, it's not a curse. It's a handbook. <laughs> it's a Kardashian handbook. They get these guys, they set them up down the line. One, two, three, four, five. They notice they have issues and problems, right? Ooh, so what they do is... That. They, they pick these egomaniacs and they get them. They're so self-absorbed. They go crazy. They send them to Dr. Shaloop Doop. Shaloop Doop gives them the go to sleep pills, go back to sleep pills. Not Shaloop Doop. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know no names out there, but they, they go get the pills from him. Uh -huh. And then they start turning their brain into shit, man. And they love it because it only creates publicity. Like, we're just so yeah. hungry for the publicity. And we want it to. We be faking like we don't want this shit to happen to Kanye. We be the first ones ready for Kanye to do some shit so we can go on there and talk about it. The girl that did the joint when he was talking about uh, Harriet Tubman, mm -hmm. you, she, she put her own emphasis in the video. Yo, we about to leave right now. She she wanted to be a part of the show. So you think, you think but he knows that. Of course. So he knows that, which is why he can sell socks yep. for And that's why I say skip me with all of the bipolar bullshit. But but it can there can there can be more than one thing going on. I do believe he has mental illness just the way that he reacts. But on the other hand, I mm. feel what you're saying because we have to acknowledge the fact that we only hear from Kanye when he has a project or a clothing situation coming out. So if you were really bipolar, like the, I have a lot of friends who are close to me who are bipolar. They, you can't. It's not like oh, I'm about to launch something at my my business. I'm like, nah. If he when was bipolar for real, we would have been seeing him in a random ass schoolyard getting whooped on by some fucking fifteen year old boy, like we seen Don't Cat be Williams. To Cat Williams. <laughs> like we done seen Cat Williams Look. do time in and time after. We that's not my, that's bipolar. What we're right not there. fitting to do is, is, is <laughs> just because you dye your hair blonde and go stand next to Donald Trump and get there screaming at a micless. Pro I mean, uh, a Michaelis campaign rally. No, you're not bipolar. You just, you want the attention. So, so people who know me know that everything that I've said about Kanye has played out. I said that he was going to try to eventually run as somebody in the government or a president. And we are seeing him test the waters on that. I think he's playing with us right now, but yeah. he's testing the waters. Trump did the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Which is the re which he's getting the playbook from him, I believe. That's true. Which is the reason okay. why Kim is working so hard to free certain people. I get it. Like I'm I'm cool with it, but but it's strategic. I can see it, right? Yeah. My thing with Kanye is do I want him to become president? <laughs> no. I I definitely, <laughs> you know, make no no qualms about it. I don't like who we have right now. I won't even get into that because that's a whole show. Let's, but let's let's be real though. You know what I'm saying? We already know that the presidency, it's nothing but it's it's a show. It's of a game course. show. There's people it's a game controlling show. the president. The, for you, sure. the, your celebrity status that's what it means to be president nowadays, is how high you are up on the celebrity status chain. But this is well, I mean, we're like on the the, the celebrity apprentice for real. And we've been doing that shit since like <laughs> fucking Reagan. Wasn't he a movie star? He was. <laughs> so, like, like a rhinestone cowboy. Exactly. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt was probably in a fucking play or some shit back in his day. So, you know. Not Teddy. He said, turn off the light. Like many, you know what I mean? So, what I would think with, with Kanye, like, y'all hear me now because y'all don't think I'm tripping. Mm. Um. <laughs> Cat was on that booger sugar. <laughs> True. Look, 
Ray, don't be talking <laughs> about Cat Williams. First of all, I have been to so many comedy shows, and he his yeah. show is put together so amazing yeah. because all the openers are amazing. Right. Like, makes That's your true. stomach hurt. He is That's amazing. I feel for him. Is that... Man, <laughs> Hollywood came from Cat. Y'all ain't gonna have, look. Is that strategic? One or? thing, one thing I don't allow is Cat Williams slander or Mariah Carey slander. Are they messy as fuck? Yes. Am I still gonna back them? Can Mariah Carey not dance? Yes. But she can sing octaves that your dog can only hear. I'm gonna see okay? the next Cat Williams special. Okay, I'm, see, I'm gonna go see it. We're gonna see it. Yeah. So what I feel about Kanye is this. This is my take. I believe that he is doing all of those things, but yeah. I believe that. Kanye, if you know about his background, his parents were in education system and professors. Yes, yeah. Kanye, when he's in his right mind, has a lot of innovative thought, which is why he hangs out with like Elon Musk and people like that. Mm -hmm. I believe if he's in his right mind, he would be a good advisor to our government, not president. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why. In education. Okay. Because he has new thought. Right now, a lot of, all throughout the country, we have people deciding whether their children are going to go back to school or virtual learn. Mm -hmm. Most people are doing 100% at home virtual learning. Yeah. I think as Americans, as the American public school system, if it was my dream, they would take this time mm -hmm. to train all teachers, give them a test, assess them, train them. Are you a tactile learning teacher? Are you an audible learning teacher? All those different things so that we can really teach children based on their learning style. I think that Kanye would be a person who would implement that. It would sound crazy, but, oh, these kids need to go to this school and they're going to be doing clay molding. And mm -hmm. people are like, what? But, but that's how people really learn. So I think mm -hmm. he would be great in creating new thought because our public school system is trash. Like, it really but, is. I mean. It really is. It's etch sketch It's everybody remember. Everybody etch sketch Everybody's <laughs> everybody's same. Doesn't matter. F to the yeah. word Fox. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're from a different culture. Doesn't matter if you're white, black. This if, is what it is today. Shut up poor, and learn it. Yeah. Just, just shake, remember, yeah. and learn. And that's not how people learn, you know. That's true. So I think he could, he could be valuable if somebody... Keeps him. He needs his black auntie. I believe but, it. Come on. Do you really trust Kanye with your kids? I I trust him to give to if give Kanye new with, ideas. <sighs> I trust him to give new ideas because no matter what he's done, no matter what he's done, and I'm very pissed about some of the stuff he's done because mm. he's delivered it and without context, he's delivered it ridiculous. He's delivered it in mixed company. Okay. So you know okay. So what group or what county or what state of kids do we give Kanye? Because he cannot I'm have. Saying, I want him to be an advisor. We give him a school to, district. Let's give him like three schools. <laughs> well, he can start with Chicago. <laughs> and we'll see, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much a, that's pretty much a good because, starting point. Because the truth remains, if you change the educational system, if you change the community programs, then crime decreases. People progress. That's what the whole defund the police is about. It's not really about abolishing the police. It's really about getting the funds to where they have been defunded, which statistically and on paper takes it, it, it creates crime. It happened, you're not it, really, was, it was in New Orleans. Yeah. It was in New Orleans. If you take education and Big stuff reform. away, Big and I, I believe in this country that education should be more innovative. We're in 2020. Why are we teaching kids to just Remember and shape. Because we have to pack them all together, and some kids are just slower than the rest of the herd. Which is why my theory of training all teachers right now, when uh -huh. we have the opportunity during the pandemic, to see which learning style they can teach to, and then taking children who 
you know, are in that particular learning style and doing that, it would be awesome. I have a client. Um, I'm also a hairstylist, Salon Irie. <laughs> um, I have a client. She's a teacher. She's young. You would think, oh, she's, no she's amazing. She came right. to the school district and rocked shit. People were like, what are you doing? She's, she's, she's um, learned how to appeal to different children based on their learning style. Okay. So she knows that if she has a classroom and there's a kid, and she when she came, they told him, oh, this kid is bad. This kid can't read. This right. kid is da-da-da-da. Right. She knows that that kid is African-American. That kid needs rhythmic learning. That kid may need a different type of learning style because we're rhythmic people. This kid who comes from more of a wealthier background may need more audible because they're used to a lecture style. Like, she, she tailors her but teaching. But you have, like, 30 kids to one class. That's a lot of individual I, personalities. I can't, I can't name her. But yeah. she's she's doing it in a way she shouldn't have to. Right. But her goal is to be the head of the school board. That's dope. And teach people. And I and I and I've always felt that way. And when she explains it to me, I'm like, that's what it is. But, None of us learn the same. But you can you do and that. me don't learn the same. Me and the engineer over there, the the, the individual people don't learn. The but same. But what about giving your kid a test to see if he's slow or not? When did, like do we not do that shit anymore? Because that's how you find out we what do, class but, is supposed to be. But yeah. slow based on what? Based on the grades, how the rest of us think. What you but mean? But the grades are based on one how particular... every person thinks. Yes, the school system is fucked up, but it's the school system. You can't I mean, just you can... wish it to be something new. But the 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 testing is culturally biased. We've known this since the eighties. Right. If you have a test and you're giving it to a person who is poor, remember that Leon me where it said, "What kind of <laughs> breakfast do you have?" If you're growing up and you don't have no breakfast but some water and, and right. honey smacks and. and Mona over here got right. chicken and waffles. We're going yeah, to yeah, circle yeah. something different. So right. anyways, I don't want me to get on my education bandwagon, but I think this is a great opportunity for America as a whole to reassess how we teach children. Um, these kids are setting up Twitch accounts. These kids are talking to multiple friends on the screen. We need to do something I'm 50-50, though. If you're sitting at home with your child and your child needs to learn, then you need to sit the hell down with your child and teach them yourself, too. Oh, of course. That's, 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 let's not take away from the parents. Parents love to throw the school systems mm -hmm. under the bus, but you know what I'm saying? Now, this is your one shot that you got to show that if you were sitting in class with your child, he would be a fucking all-star. Well, my kids are intelligent gangsters. So, okay. So I already do that. Right. My son has been, my youngest son has been asking to be homeschooled. He told me, mm. and I quote, I learned more from you. Mm. I would love to be homeschooled. So we're going to, we're about to see. He, he think he's going to get off. <laughs> we're about to see. We're about to see. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yes, Ray, we need more black educators for sure. We definitely do because you need people who understand the cultural differences. When mm. you understand the cultural differences, you understand why Malik is behaving a certain way with a subject matter than Brian. Right. And you can tailor that to both of them. But Definitely. now you got a system that's underfunded and understaffed. So well, that's which is where defunding comes in. Okay. Which I'm going to be doing a three-part series on racism um starting week after next. Mm. Um and I'm going to I'm going to talk about that because there's a, there's a lot of misconception with that. Mm. But that's why the reason why a lot of these issues continue to happen and especially in like um cities in rural areas um, where there's not a lot of money, it's because the education system has been defunded. People think that word is like crazy. No, it's no, going on no, every day. You no, just don't you're, know. You're it. Absolutely right. Absolutely. You just right. don't know it. We, we we tend to give money to things that we spend more on war on force. Yeah. But but the data shows, of course, that if you pour into education, <laughs> if you pour into of all these other things, that's then the, gonna because Doctor Shockaloop <laughs> is. <laughs> 
has been in on the shits too. It's all it's all a setup. It's all a setup. For real. All. Yes. For real. So I want to also get into my next subject. I'm a hip hop head. Do you love hip hop? I do love hip hop. Do you love nineties hip hop? I I was just getting into hip hop then. Like I was still like I had my baby years on, like Tupac and all that other stuff. Like I wasn't in it, but you know, I was more focused on wrestling and you know what I'm saying? Learning okay, why WWE I, or WWF? Oh, WWF. Okay, WWF. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's when I, I stopped watching when they dropped the app. Oh no. Yeah, they dropped the Look, app. I used yeah. to even watch the women, the Bahama Mama. Damn, what? Uh, Trish, all of them. <laughs> yes. First of all, I'm really embarrassed that I used to watch female wrestling. Oh, I mean, but it is what it is. It is what Shit. it is. Grown men watch other grown women grab each other in their fucking underwear. They do. So it's a lot of homosexuality. But, no, but, but, but nobody going talks on. about it. It's but a whole building of sexual, <laughs> like, mis- un- unresolved sexual tension all over the sexual room. Sexual tension so, everywhere. Yeah, join the crowd. So, shout out to Tupac. That's the quote that I have on my arm. Okay. Behold, dope, the, you know, dope. long live the rose that grew from concrete. Mm. But, so I asked about the 90s. I know you're younger than me, right. but. In the 90s, a moment happened. Wu-Tang came out. Oh, yeah. And Wu-Tang was like, hey. We were like, hold up. They got martial arts films, and they got all this stuff, yeah. and, and the production is crazy, and, and yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever, right? Okay, cool. Then my man, Raekwon, dropped an album called Only Built for Cuban Links. And yeah. I remember this vividly. <laughs> First of all, there was a purple tape. Y'all remember the purple tape? I got that joint from Waxy Mackey, uh, Waxy Maxies in Woodbridge, Virginia. Used to be um, right in front of the, the shopping oh. center, right in front of Bayview. And I went and got that joint because my boyfriend at the time, his name was Blue Fly. He was from New Jersey. Y'all had conversations on one phone call last, just no, online in the we, house. We talked. He was like, "Hey, I'm listening to Raekwon," and I was like, "Oh, I've heard of Wu Tang. I like them. Okay, but I wasn't really into it like that." He was like, right. "Yeah, that purple tape is where it's at," and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Man, that joint changed so much. Like, first of all, if you know, you know. Incarcerated okay. Scarface is still is in rotation to this day. Okay. Ice Cream is still in rotation. Glaciers of Ice is still in rotation. I mean, so that album is such a classic to me. Right. I would probably, if somebody said, what are my top five hip-hop classic albums, I would definitely put Only Built for Cuban Links. And this is what the twenty fifth. This is the twenty fifth anniversary this year. Right. So Raekwon is actually releasing a documentary on mm. the whole album. I would love so to excited. watch that. Yeah. It's going to be dope because back in the day, when you're old like me, you remember <laughs> there was some beef because they say on the album Ghostface um, on one of the skits he says people were biting off of um, people were biting off of Nas's album and stuff like that. He's referring to like Biggie and. There was like this little controversy or whatever. Right. But that album is super dope. He's also releasing the vinyl. Which oh, my, my birthday is December sixteenth. Okay. When is it again? December sixteenth. Okay. So if you want to buy me something special, music is the way to my heart. It's gonna change by then, but I'm, music is always gonna be the way to <laughs> No, my I'm not heart. talking about I'm talking about what oh. you're gonna want for your for your birthday. That's gonna well, change. I want Cuban. I want only built for Cuban links vinyl. But I mean, I you know I can get some my own. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now that I really think about it, Cuban links is all right. I mean, I'm not out here asking for Birkin bags. I ain't that. got an OnlyFans page. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, that album was so influential, and I know you were younger, right? Because you're a little younger than me, not yeah. too much. You know, I'm not cougar status on that, right? 
You uh, you should be if, even if you were a cougar, be happy about that shit. I'm a I'm not I'm a, exactly. What you talking about? Young young niggas love cougars. Y'all don't want y'all don't want a whole lot of attention and shit like that. Like a, a good evening and maybe a conversation or two. These young ones, man, they want your they want your soul. So first of all, I'm a different kind of cougar then because okay. I want everything. I you better you better pay attention to me. But the thing is, you don't I don't even have to want it. I'm Erica Badu with this. So it's okay. Ah, okay. What's up, Terrence? I see you watching. Mm. So everybody just look out for that documentary that Raekwon is bringing. Um one of my favorite rappers of all time is Ghostface. Ghost is definitely um featured on Only Built for Cuban Links. So cool. No, I watched it. I had the opportunity cuz I you know, I, it's like I like that kind of genre of hip hop. <laughs> I do enjoy it sometimes, but it's like the beats be so repetitive. You know what I'm saying? Like my hip hop is like you got Kanye West and T.I. Like the beats would just go up and down, left and right. And they <coughs> would actually flow in accordance to that. But like that, that go face. I mean, not the go face, the uh, Wu-Tang and all of that New York upstyle style in the beginning. It was very... It's very mainline. The um, beat was very mainline. What's up, Zoom? I see you out there. Zoom. Um, hold up. <laughs> did, did he just say the beats was repetitive? The beat. I'm talking about throughout the entire song. Not each song was repetitive. They did have. Are you own. questioning RZA's production? Each track had a different sound. I'm not saying all of his tracks sounded the same. Okay. Okay. Now dive into that one individual track. Right. There's a beat. There's a loop. There's a whole sound wave that he creates with that, yes. that one track. That track doesn't deviate. It, he's like he made it one time and then just copied the rest of the beat until he had it. I hooked. see what you're saying. There's no okay, but that but but at the time that yeah, was that was, that was, yeah. that was the so the amazing amazing um, production of RZA because the beats didn't have to change so much because they were so grimy. Right now, if you're looking for a Travis Scott, I come from an ADHD. I come from an ADHD hip hop. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, we. Sickle mode has like four different beats. Exactly. How do you even dance to that? Exactly. But like, well, no, I mean, it's it's one emotion throughout a whole song. You can listen to a Kanye West, All of the Lights. The beat will still sound the same, but you will have like four different emotions in that yeah, song. Yeah, you want to be able to turn up in a moment. Exactly. But that is just, we just doing hip hop on this sick ass beat right here. And that's that's it. <clears throat> I, you know what it is? Because in, in our golden era of hip hop, mm -hmm. the lyricism was more important. True. So they didn't want to have true. beats that overshadowed the true. lyricism. Whereas now, yeah, as long the, as the, the beat, beat tight, your, yeah. your lyrics don't you have be to like, be anything. That's true. Orange black hat. You can mumble. Yeah. You can fucking mumble. You and had... You can say no words <laughs> at all, and it will still be smashing. So yeah, Let's come just... see me. I'm sitting so, outside with the bats. You I would say like y'all era is more like Nintendo to uh, to. Do you to, hear this disrespect? It's more like Nintendo to a, to a PlayStation One guy. You know what I mean? Like I I respect Nintendo, but I'm a PlayStation One guy. It's more like the code that you absolutely need to even get to the new PlayStation that's coming that's, out that's right very now. That's true. That's very true. So I don't disrespect, but I'm just saying when you ask me, am I getting the Cuban Links 25th year? You see what that says? <laughs> RZA killed it. Thank you, Eddie and Ray. RZA production skill is underrated, in my opinion. No. Thank you. And we saw when he went up against DJ Premier during a versus battle, he... There's no uh, there's no problem with that, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wish y'all well. What do you mean? I wish... Ah! Why are you acting? We dying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I hope all your AARP cards <laughs> are paid up to date. I'm happy for y'all. What you talking about? <laughs> man, if you don't go sit down with Amigos... Like, y'all might actually get to see Social Security. Like, I'm not hating on y'all. Like, but, but the thing is, look at look at the golden era of hip-hop. 
Right. It was lyricism really mattered. So stretching your brain mattered. That is important. It wasn't as much corporate influence. We definitely brought in the corporate influence. When that corporate influence happened, now they're just taking anybody, anybody and everybody. And yeah. while the younger generation has passion, and I like some of the music for real, I really rock the with messages, Roddy Rich. The I really rock with shit. Lil Baby. I really rock with the baby. Yeah. But am I growing from it? No. 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 Not at all. One, one thing I can say about 90s hip-hop is hip-hop changed my life. Like, this is tatted on my arm because Tupac encouraged me to start becoming a reader. And that's when people go, oh, you're so intelligent. I've never been to college. I'm all right. self-taught. And that came from hip-hop. Nowadays, I don't, I, if y'all know some new rappers who are encouraging people to read books like Art of War and <clears throat> um. Behold, behold a pale horse and the miseducation of a negro. No, a lot, a lot, a lot of these, a lot <clears throat> of these, uh, a lot of these, especially these new toony toony only for radio guys. A lot of them are educated. A lot of them are educated. No, 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 they are. Right. But that's where I see the the um the uh, corporate influence because the baby is very intelligent. Right. He's still hood. To yeah, a point man. where he keeps getting in trouble, but he gonna grow past it's, it's, that. It's, it's what's up. It's what it is. Yeah. But he he has already said I can rap about all kinds of other stuff. I know what sells. I'm gonna show y'all later. Right. A lot of these people are keeping things on the back burner for sure. Plies, Jamie Foxx said it when he saw Plies in person. Plies whole demeanor changed. He was like, "Well, yeah, we're gonna go out there." Yeah, but if you know Plies, Plies is like, "Yeah, you know, what I'm saying like." So a lot of them put on a front. Whereas right. though, in my golden era, I feel like it was a little bit more authentic due to there wasn't as much corporate structure. I'm happy with the corporate structure. I'm happy that we are creating billionaires and millionaires and right. all that good stuff. I just don't want these younger, the, the younger generation of hip hop, to not get any food. Which they do. Kendrick, J. Cole, Wale, Chance. We have people who right, get food. Right, exactly. But there's a lot of... Because um, I mean, the kids are young. Kids are young and kids are stupid. They yeah. want to dance to something young and I stupid. I be dancing to it, too. I mean, it's good workout music. It I be dancing to it. I be shaking a little something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I so feel you. It's hype music. So... The next thing I want to talk about, because you are a comedian, is Monique versus Netflix. Mm. So for a long time, um, especially like, like last year, mm. maybe? Two years ago, yeah. Everybody clowned Monique. They did. They clowned her. Um, she was saying that Netflix was not being fair in the pay of black um, entertainers compared to their talent and their um, viewership. She was comparing herself to Amy Schumer. Yeah. Um, different people like that. There are some people she compared herself to that I don't really find funny, but I, I love comedy and comedy is subjective. Amy Schumer, who's a joke thief, but you know. Oh, sometimes you gotta put asterisks in motherfuckers now. Comedy beef. Sometimes you got you just gotta put the asterisk. <laughs> she can be a good, successful, whatever, I don't care, but yeah. there's an asterisk next to your name. All right, so uh, <laughs> she she she's been stealing shit. Oh uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she talked about that, which is which may be a reason why she named she her right, she specifically. <laughs> yeah, she might. She, Amy Schumer, she, she Schumer she might have stole some of Monique's jokes. Yeah. Um, but everybody at the time felt how I felt. I'm gonna I'm admit it. You're not Dave Chappelle, and you're not Chris Rock. Stop bringing up their name because you're not on that level. But you sure. are talented. You're amazing. But I look for Monique more for more as an actress than a comedian. Her com her comedy is funny, mm. but I wasn't a huge. Monique fan, and this may be something 
with me, but um Have you ever seen her live? I've never seen her live in person. Oh, I have I definitely I just... I've definitely <laughs> went to a lot of comedy shows as you know, right. but never her. Right. To to me, mm. I, look, she don't even know if I do this. The funniest female comic I know that my type of humor is Kristen Sabellas from Virginia Beach area. Mm. Um, she has made me laugh in person, mm. you know, all that good stuff. As far as Monique, she's funny, but it's not like, oh, she's my Dave Chappelle, or she's whatever, whatever. So I kind of like dismiss. I feel bad. I dismiss mm. what she was talking about. She was on the uh, Breakfast Club calling her husband daddy. It threw me off. Mm. So I was like, okay, maybe there is something going on, but she tripping. Mm. You know what people take away from Monique? I ain't gonna cut you off. But mm-hmm. You know what people take away from her is that a lot of these comedians that are like on a Monique level, like they they not all time high famous, but you know what I'm saying they known and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You look at their specials, right, and you'll be like, man, that was okay. She was kind of funny and stuff like that. But it it really comes down <laughs> to seeing them live. Sometimes you go see you somebody, see somebody live and different. they can create an entire moment with you and a couple of a couple hundred other people in there. That's that's where she shines at to me. I've never seen her live, but I know you can't be at that level of success. She was impressions. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't be that's at what that, I'm saying. Can't as be as, at that as level an actress, I'm not, I'm not without being able to create a moment for somebody. So I give her props on that. What's up, Brittany? Brittany said, what? She's one of the queens. And then uh, Eddie said, she's movie funny. That's how I look at it, but... Go see her live. That's but what I'm we saying. should go, go see, see her live. Go see because her live. because yeah. as a person who loves comedy, it's different live. I loved yes. Mark Curry growing up. I loved him growing up. I loved his comedy specials that he used to have on, on uh, HBO. But when I, saw, when I saw him yes. in person, I was like... Ah. I got to perform for him Woo! one time. I opened up for Mark Curry Did one time. You? Yeah, Constitution see? Hall, yo, off bucks. Ah. He is, I mean, he's he is from start to finish. Hey, we were smoking Mark Curry is hilarious. We were smoking weed in the back. I was like, Mark Curry? Mark Curry? Hang on, Mr. Cooper. Because I was helping him out. He was like, what's some ratchet-ass malls around the area that people know? So I was yeah. helping him out a little bit. And he was like, man, all right, cool, man. I'm going to throw you a J in. Yeah, we're going to smoke some weed. <laughs> All right, man, fuck it. Cool. I got I got a story about that later on, but we'll, we'll get to that. Hold on. Who who else have you worked with and opened with? Now, first of all, hold on. The night that I saw you, mm-hmm. was that the night that Tony Woods was there? No, uh, Skiba was on that show. Oh, he's funny as shit, too. Skiba's he's on dude. my Facebook. Skiba is funny as he hell, is too. Dude, man. Yeah. Work, funny. Worker. Grinder. Really funny. Nobody grind like DMV, Skiba, right? Yes, indeed. DMV. DMV. Skiba. Definitely, definitely a funny <laughs> comedian. I'm a little bit of a comedian groupie, sorry. Um, comedy just makes... Thank you. Com- Whatever so, about to say, thank you, <laughs> yo. I understand already. In my opinion, and, and anybody can quote this, there are three things that bring us together as humans, no matter what color you are, no matter what age you are. Comedy, music, and motherfucking food. Okay? So if we can sit down and have a dinner, we usually can have something in common. If we can groove to some music... If you don't believe me, go to a Bob Marley or or any any of the Marley's concerts. You will see people of every color grooving, offering to pass the joint. Like art, what? Man. We love and art. Then, actually, four weed. Weed oh. brings people together. Too. <laughs> actually, it's four. Even the people that are against weed privately like weed, you and know they what privately mean? like yes. the people who smoke exactly. weed, right? <laughs> no matter what. The federal so. government just isn't hurting that bad right now. Once shit hits the fan, watch weed be legal just every fucking everywhere. Everywhere. It's you already see it coming, but that's what it is. And you, they they've made you think it's bad, but it really isn't. It brings everybody together. Be fucking communion weed at churches once again. I'm telling you. <laughs> 
gonna be everywhere. Why is it chameleon? Dude? It's gonna be chameleon. <laughs> you walk up, pass it down the aisle. <laughs> For like, sure. Hell yeah. But as far as Monique goes, do you think that, especially black, the black community owes her an apology because she got ridiculed. Like, mm. and I and I was one of those people. I didn't ridicule ridicule her, but I was like. Okay, then maybe the stuff she's saying about Amy Schumer is is whatever, but look what Juana Sykes got, and y'all just aren't on the level of Mount Rushmore-type comedians. I mean, I think personally that her reputation was tarnished. Yes. You know what I'm saying? When she had that big fallout with Oprah and all of those guys. So I think that was a bad starting point for her off the break. And then it's like we just kind of fell out of love with Monique because she definitely changed up. Like she lost just her, weight. Just, just her, just her yeah, delivery. You know, she lost. Once she got on that, what was that BET show? Monique went from "fuck you, suck my motherfucker, I don't give a fuck, nigga" to "hello, my black brother, how are you today? I just love you so much, and I want to give you so much love and joy, brother." And this is like, who? who? She started calling Charlemagne litter. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, it got awkward a little bit with her, so we kind of just went towards okay, Tyler Perry still making movies, and we want to see Medea again. So we just gonna listen to them real quick. And then when she dropped the lawsuit or she came out and saying that she deserved more, which it would have been fine, but you can't ask people to boycott Netflix like that. Not at that level. So, so Netflix? Look, Dave Chappelle can ask people to, 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 to boycott Netflix. You would take them a little bit more serious. There's only a couple of people, and they have to be relevant right now. Right. Because Netflix ain't playing. No. First of all, Netflix no. just wrote, released Moesha. I, oh, have, yeah. I grew up on Moesha. Yeah. I'm watching. Everybody. Netflix yeah. got girlfriends. Like, I'm sorry. Power moves. Yeah. Power moves. I don't know who is. That's the, how you do it. I don't know who is on the board at Netflix, but let me tell you something right now. Whoever's on the board has to be innovative and young because right. I watched Netflix go from me getting some some disc at home mm -hmm. to completely obliterating Redbox and on the run DVD because mm. they knew, OK, we have a service. Streaming is the future. Boom, let's do streaming. Oh, we're going to go ahead and create some original content and we're going to make it lit. OK, boom, yeah. we're going to bring you every documentary, every murder story you want to. They, they brought back. Unsolved mysteries. Yeah, the joint that used to scare me. <laughs> Look, the engineer saying, "Yeah, yeah, no, real talk." They real have talk. so they brought they brought the Tiger King, which was a hot mess, but nobody could stop watching it. Couldn't. There was an open investigation against Carol Baskins. It was fucking Carol Baskins, no. right? The Aaron Hernandez joint. Aaron, that was so good. And I'm supposed to give all of this shit up so for Monique. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to give that shit up. I'll give twelve dollars before I, you know, like no. Yeah, she was chasing after Professor no. Ogilvy. I'm not gonna that's, do it. That's where we had the issue with. You're not gonna have us boycott. It's Netflix. the person though. I have to. If Dave Chappelle was like, look, we ain't messing with it. He's. I, I find him so intelligent and so forward thinking and so fair in his thinking mm. that I would definitely be like. All right, Netflix. I'm just gonna go ahead and use this broke, this jailbroke fire stick I got and look up whatever I want. I still watch. don't know, man. I still you don't can't know, let it go. Even if Dave Chappelle said it, and I'm sorry to be this way, but it's the truth. It's the me. Ozark, isn't it? No, it's, it's, the, <laughs> it's the Ozark. <laughs> that joy is dope. No, no. I'm sorry because if you really think about it, and let's be for real, for real, that 
Black people didn't even stop watching football after they made them get off their knee and go back into the locker room. I did, because I'm, I'm sorry, about it. Y'all I'm know sorry. I'm about it. Y'all I'm know so- I'm about it. I'm sorry for y'all. But- <laughs> Turn coach, you didn't. But let me, let me be honest. I, ain't, I wasn't really into sports in the first place. Okay, but even if you didn't watch, people would say, oh, I ain't watched. You at least kept up with the stats, all right? You was keeping track of where your team was in the standings the whole Not time. Not in football. I wasn't Come, really but I'm it. just saying, though, like the, the average guy knowing the things that he Shout knew, out to Colin Kaepernick. Off bucks, real talk, for real. <laughs> but that's the whole number. But most say, but exactly. The truth so, is here. Don't so, dichotomy. Me personally, I think it may take a little bit more than Dave Chappelle to get people to stop watching Netflix. You think so? I I believe. So. I believe it's gonna take a lot. We love our entertainment. So who? Who? Barack? No, I don't even think Barack Obama. I would think get Dave Chappelle would get Netflix. black people th- and white people to stop watching Netflix I if he if he Barack made a case. Obama, I think Barack Obama can get. A chunk of their viewership down. Yeah, the old not people. E- not even just exactly. You know okay. what I'm saying? But uh, even the African American community, he wouldn't get a hundred percent of African Americans. No. 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 I mean, he would get a percentage, but he wouldn't get. A, he would. He would hurt Netflix. Jay Z. He would hurt Netflix for real. Jay Z still no. So there's nobody. I'm telling you, man. We worship. <laughs> we worship television. You know what it is? It don't it's matter who's television. on. Netflix has it set up pretty nicely. And and for a moment there, <clears throat> I was mad at Netflix because they had so much B movie quality. Right, they, in the beginning, like, right? You was yeah, like, I was like, I do not want to watch the Ginger Dead Man Part 2. Like, what are you doing? John Wayne's yeah. second movie? Who gives a shit about this? <laughs> Who wants to watch this? But now, I mean, even Netflix, Netflix is turning me on to all the African cinema. There's right. a lot of amazing African movies coming out of Africa, and it's right. like high quality. Whereas though back in the day, it like somebody was yeah, in the, somebody you know, was over there with a. I need, I need half. <laughs> like it was like just find the shittiest areas to film. Just, just go but there. Now, I've been watching some African films, and they're dope. And then all they gotta do is add in like the Bollywood stuff and all that, and then their original content is dope. Right. When they see us, what they did when they collaborated with. Um, Ava DuVernay is amazing. Like they they create original content that was crazy and amazing. Tiger King was a hot ass mess, but I could not stop watching it. But you know what the thing about that is though? That's Netflix for you though. Netflix will be like Netflix will buy any fucking thing because they know something's gonna hit. And and in yeah. TV, it's the craziest craziest shit the better. You yeah, know what I'm saying? True. So a gay tiger trainer? Oh my gosh! Right this way. Let me tell you something. Right this way. When he stood up at his. One boyfriend's funeral that he had got addicted to meth. Right. And he said in front of his mom that when he was sad, he would come in and put his balls on his forehead. Slim. I said. Slim. Come on, man. You can't write this shit. Is this what's going on in the world? <laughs> I can I can imagine the executive reading that shit and being like, and he being saw like, that footage man. and was like, after he started jacking off right there. Like, what did he <laughs> just say at the funeral? Oh, my gosh. Speaking of which. Uh, I know you probably haven't, but mm. have you happened to watch? Um, it's on WeTV. It's called Celebrity Marriage Bootcamp. Oh no, hell! No. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm give you up to date with what's going on. Please, I do. think my lipstick is <laughs> is caking, but if if it is, you know what I'm saying I try to look good. <laughs> so on Celebrity Marriage Bootcamp Hip Hop Edition, okay. which the first season was lit, like like for real. Like, okay. It was so it was, good. Go, Soldier Boy, oh. Little Fizz. Oh my. I, no, I know it sounds Stop crazy, it. but it, it really exposes what's going on in their life. But anyways, <laughs> this new season, we have some people, and one of the couples is Tahiri, who used to be with Joe Budden, okay. and Vado, who is like a B-list rapper. Okay. Well, that doesn't matter. It sounds so, entertaining. Yeah. But. It's, it is, it is <laughs> okay. really. But anyways, the other day on the show, Mm. She 
was they were arguing or whatever, and she got mad at him. You could tell she had alcohol, and she threw apples um, at him. <clears throat> he didn't do anything. He didn't react okay. as a man. So later on, they went to go sit down, and when they sat down, I can't even remember what she said. She said something. She had already, like, demasculated him kind of and said that he's the brokest guy she's ever been with, whatever, whatever, whatever. Not she, – she demasculated him, but I don't think she meant to. Right. She was just – she's, like – she's from Harlem. She's just talking. She's like Tiana Taylor. You know right. what I'm saying? Well, this was on national television. This dude stood up, and he said something and went to her throat and choked her on national television. Choked her out. And the men who were in the room just sat there. These are all celebrities, all different celebrities. And nobody did anything? They did nothing. So Dr. Ish, this, <clears throat> this, this uh, black doctor who's on the show, came and was like, that's unacceptable and whatever, whatever. Mm. But that's a hot topic right now. So... The hot topic has been, he, he was filed for that. That was some suck of shit, whatever, whatever. Right. I want to bring in something different. I want to talk about women who put their hands on men or who do things violently towards mm. men and expect not to get a reaction. I'm never mm. saying that a man putting their hands or doing something to a woman is right as a right. female. I'm not. Right. Y'all don't kill me for this. <laughs> I'm going to be real. But as a human, you have a natural defense to protect yourself. He did not do that in that moment, but it stewed, and I think it worked with him. It worked on him, and he was like, oh, she just did this in front of national television, blah, 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 and he got up and he choked her. It's whack. He shouldn't have done that. But how, what are your thoughts on that? Because it, I, I do have a conflicting mode on that. Uh, Ray said her tongue cuts deep. I don't respect no man who put his hands on a lady. True, true. Clowns. That's I my mean, boots to hear. You just like her because she got a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 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 I mean, I mean, in my my opinion, I got I got two daughters. So if any man decides to want to put his hand on a woman, then you know it's the obvious rap on that situation. But however, females cannot hide under that narrative. I think some of them use that as a tool to fuck me up even further because you know that I'm not going to do anything to you. If anything, I tell players like this all the time. This is what I do. And I've had this recently, just mm -hmm. in my own personal life situation. Same scenario, right? Well, not same, but, you know, a heated conversation yeah. leads to an argument or a fight like that, right? And you feel like she's coming at you. If she don't got a knife and you know you got a jaw, antagonize her to hit you. And if, then call the police first? No, because she's going to call the police once she realized that ain't shit getting done. Yeah, but if you let her call the police first, you're getting locked up. No, it's not. That's how it has happened a lot When of the time. police show up and they see this right here, oh, and they see this right here, okay. and they see that right so there. So make sure she hits The hard. law is, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's how you flip the script right there. Fuck all of this. And she, oh, what the fuck is this <laughs> shit right here? <laughs> Sit right there and give her ass the one, two, deuce. <laughs> Backfired on your ass, man. If that's the case, you know yes. what I'm saying? Because in, like you said, there's no way that a guy should hit a woman. I don't care how she's acting. But you gotta pay if I'm not if I'm sitting here trying to de-escalate and you over here trying to inflame the situation. Oh yeah. Motherfucker. Okay, yeah. Hit me then. And and that's my point, because I think a lot of times because roles have yeah, within reason, good. Yeah, for both reason, right? It's it's necessary. But I think I I watch it. I watch women who pick and pick and pick and demasculate. I mean, emasculate a man 
and just break him yes. down to like this yes. and will smack him up the side of his head in front of his homies. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. That's another experience. I've had that same experience. <laughs> Listen, there's, <laughs> no. counsel, there's counseling available, beloved. I, I, I swear to God. I swear to God. I mean, I'm an asshole, so of course I've been in fights. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I've never put my hands on a woman, and I saw that shit one night. It was my man. I haven't seen him in so long. He just came home. Uh, he's serving real quick. So he was home on vacation over there. We all sitting around taking shots and shit like that, and his girl just had a little way too much. So he, he made a Comment. He made a comment and like it was a joking thing and everybody was laughing, chuckling off, and she got offended out of nowhere. But she was like, "Ha ha, no!" And like, hold, fuck, smack the shit out of him in front of the whole group. And, and the smack is yeah, even different because the smack is like baby powder. A whole smack. palm to the hand, <laughs> whoosh this guy, and we all have to sit there like, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, like we did not just see this grown ass man get smacked the fuck out, and he has no reaction to it whatsoever. So if he reacts and puts his hands on her, he's wrong, which he is because men have more strength. But a woman, we, we I'm just talking to you women out there. Okay. No matter how, how how mad a man gets you, you need to keep your hands to yourself. Keep your apples to yourself. Find us, find us in the middle. Find us in the middle, okay? Can we at least pinch? I mean, shit. Can we do something nah, to afflict? Nah, no, we can, Even we a porcupine can, doesn't do nothing, but he still let you know, get nah, the fuck off me. We can, in 20, Come on, in man. In 2020, while, there, while, while the government... Pinch. No, listen. In 2020, while... Indian the, burns... <laughs> Let me get something in. And, right, and, twist, twist perfect nerfle or some shit. Let me get something. Perfect nerfle. <laughs> Let me get something. In 2020, while the government is acknowledging that the aliens do really exist, this is my my advice. You can get really close to each other's face, and you can yell because the spit is going to go at each other, and, you, and it kind of puts a risk in because of COVID. <sighs> That's, only That's how work. far you can go. That's only going to work if you got, like, super hot breath. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise, you're not really going to. If she is wild on you like that, she has Hennessy breath. Let me pinch you, man. Let me pinch you. If she's black, she has Hennessy breath. If she's white, she has either tequila or vodka breath. Nobody, just, nobody ever gets traumatized or put in the hospital because of a pinch. If she's Mexican tequila breath. That's what. I, that's what. That's whoever. Asian sake breath. The next president that say that shit. That's who I'm voting for. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Fuck all his other stances. That's the president. We can at least pinch women when we are we are in fear for our lives. Well, she got a whole knife with children in church when they acting up. That's what you do. You, you, you pinch them. Yes, you pinch them. They might say a little something. Ah, my, you know, you pinch them. So, anyways, all jokes aside, <laughs> but more jokes. All right. So, I want to talk about our comedy Rushmore. Mm. So. If we had a comedy Rushmore and we had four people on it. Okay, four. Four. I'm going to name mine and I want to know yours. Okay, cool. Mine is Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. George Carlin. Mm-hmm. That's the last one that's tricky. Look, <laughs> y'all gonna kill me. Cat Williams. Ain't nobody make me laugh like him. On the Rushmore. On the Rushmore for me. That was kind of like a prostate exam, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just kind of, I wasn't ready for it. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, sorry, okay. Cat Williams gets taken back to honorable mention. Bernie Mac. Okay, okay. So, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, George Carlin, Bernie Mac. Eddie Murphy, pure genius, changed the face of comedy. George Carlin, Dave Chappelle, thinkers. I love comedy that makes you grow as a person. And you don't know you're growing until the joke's over. Okay. I love that type of comedy. Mm-hmm. And then Bernie Mac, because ain't nobody like Bernie Mac. Nah. There was, was there's never been it's a not. person like Bernie Mac in 
We haven't seen anybody since. I mean, he is one of the. All-time I ain't scared greats. of you, motherfucker. Like, I mean, <laughs> just so raw and just delivers himself to you one hundred percent. Yes. Uh, I think me, I would have to put, and <clears throat> Richard Pryor. To me, I'm not really a big like super duper Richard Pryor guy, mm-hmm. but for real, for real, what he meant to that time. Because before Richard Pryor is a given. He's ahead of the rush, the Mount Rushmore to me. He's like the comedy. God. Okay, he was this coke and slept with some dudes, so he, he ain't. He you know also what I'm caught saying? himself on fire. But yeah, he's, yeah he's so he ain't the royalty. he ain't the epitome of perfect perfection. <laughs> so Eddie said Richard Pryor, Red Fox, Eddie Murphy, Martin. Ray mm. said Richard Pryor, Eddie, Fred Sanford, Paul Mooney. Mm. All good choices. All good choices. But to me, I'm sorry, I didn't put a disclaimer out there. Richard Pryor is the god of comedy. Okay, right. And right. Paul Mooney used to write for him, so I, I, I mean, I have right. to put him there somewhat. But Paul Mooney is a little different because his delivery isn't the same as Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor has the right. jokes plus the delivery. All right. Uh, <laughs> but see, me I, me personally, I would like to spread it out to, like, the heavyweights okay. of comedy. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people sleep on uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, amazing. He I'm is an 80s baby. For his time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for his time. Yes. You may listen to Rodney Dangerfield. You'll be like, man, this is, this is some Nintendo shit right here. But... Yeah, Lenny Bruce. Yeah, her. you want to hear my Rodney Dangerfield theory? Mm. Well, not theory, but but uh, thought. Okay, Rodney Dangerfield right. is the white comedian version, straight version of Little Richard. <laughs> you know how you feel? Like, I don't get no respect. Nobody respects me. All that stuff. That's Rodney Dangerfield. It's like Little Richard, but in a straight white male co- comedian. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're never. You're never gonna think about it the, the same. Also, Whoopi Goldberg has no eyebrows. You didn't notice it, but from now on, you will. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> Love, love Whoopi to death, but we, we remember with the day you found out, you know what I'm saying? You, I've never seen her. Up. You went back on tape. I've never I'll seen be her. damned. Sister Act 2 will never be the same. This whole time, you really can't watch another Whoopi Goldberg uh, movie without noticing the eyebrows. For real, for real. But you in danger, girl. I put, I give, okay, Rodney Dangerfield of that time, since we already got that riches out the way. Um, me personally, nowadays, I would definitely have to put, I mean, I, you want to put Dave Chappelle on there and I do, you know, he's funny I as love shit, Dave. but if it's, if it's one person that I had me laughing, laughing, like all throughout all of his specials is Bill Burr. Yes, he, he is the one like I look he at is his, dope and very underrated. He fucks with your mind. Yes. Or, you know what I'm like? It, it, uh, so that's, I want to put him up there. Okay, so Richard Pryor, Bill Burt. Right. And then um, a lot of people, for real, for real, just off of his ability to stretch a joke is Steve Harvey. Oh, new luncheon. No. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's, here's my thing. And this is what comedians know off bucks. Okay. It's not your joke, right? It's how long you can keep your joke going. And that's where people hesitate on realizing that Steve Harvey is a fucking genius in that space. I think Steve Harvey is just not like, I don't, I don't know. Granted, his material, I mean, for one, here's one thing. The dude shot a whole special at Megafest where you can't cuss. That's what I'm saying. I think he, that I think shit he takes plays skills. Too, too much of, that does take skills. But skills of not cussing, y'all gonna laugh at me. No, no, no. Sinbad. Sinbad has an HBO special that will make you laugh to this day about getting butt whooped. Sinbad is tough. But... Steve Harvey, to me, he plays it safe. Like, okay, I'll tell you, like, I'll put it to you like this. Watch uh, Steve Harvey and watch a Kevin Hart, right? Okay. Now, if you look at Kevin Hart's comedy, when he does a joke, the crowd is almost done laughing instantly. 
Okay. As soon as he drops that joke, oh, it's it's not like that. Gut it's punch done. That. You know what I'm saying? It's it, and, but if you go and listen, just listen. Even if you don't like the joke like that, watch Steve Harvey in the '90s, right? Okay. Watch him hit one joke. Take your time on your phone and follow how long that laugh goes on. The average person, your average headliner or whatever, he can probably do maybe about 45 seconds, right? Steve Harvey can keep a laugh going for two minutes straight. Well, that's true. I'm not. I'm not going to try to take away from him. I just. I guess my brand of comedy. Right. <clears throat> so, like, right. even if we watch, like, the original Kings of Comedy. Right. Bernie Mac. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can't go with the same. You know. I can't go with the same names you went with. That, no, no, that's no, born no. podcast. I, I love, you know I love, what I'm I love saying? D.L. So, Hughley, too. Yeah, I mean, D.L. Um, I was born with him, too. Did you? Yeah. He made my career on the he same He told show. me he liked my outfit that I had on He is a heart. good dude, man. He signed my book, he How good Not dude. to Get Shot. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, he's a good he's a good dude. He seems like a really good dude. Good and I love what he's doing for our people for sure. Yeah. Um, so where do you see comedy going in the future? Like with this right now we are in a state where I feel like as a if you if I was a comedian, it would be hard to flourish because America is in such a politically correct but politically ass backwards state. That's the best way I can describe it. Mm. They do a lot of blatant fucked up shit, but at the same time Oh no, we can't say that anymore. Like mm. it's like it's it's like a twilight zone. So for comedians, I would think that would be difficult because I love comedy because comedy is the place that you can go and you may not even like the joke. You may not even like what's being said, but it's going to make you grow. It's going to make right. you question, "Well, why did I laugh at that? Right. Why did I, you know? How do you um, think that's affecting comedy today?" Honestly, I think that uh a little bit of it, a little bit of it is necessary. Just because, you know what I'm saying, sometimes there are messages that are put out there. I mean, let's let's put it for real, for real like this. Entertainers of any genre are influencers. Yes. On a major level. You know, like some of them are even more influential than presidents or world leaders. They have more influence over the people than those guys. But comedy is sacred. I don't think y'all should be held to the same standards It's as entertainment. Else. It's entertainment. We get on stage and we fucking... Howdy-ho! We're doing the same dance as everybody else. So, you know what I'm saying? Once you reach a certain level, you are influencer. Like, be for real, a lot of Americans are asleep. Yes. They have parrot mentalities. They see something on TV and then they go shoot the shit out of their mouth. So if somebody get on TV saying, oh, she she was begging for it. You know, he may see that in a joke, but he'll go home to his neighborhood and rat. She was begging for yeah. it. Rat. And then crazy. And now he's sitting at a fucking subway in the back behind a dumpster seeing this chick on trash away. Maybe she was begging for it. So you 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 think that comedians should just keep doing what they're doing? I think that there needs to be a medium between the two. There has to be an understanding on comedian side of what is really hurtful and how to be mm. sensitive to that. And then the audience needs to meet us in the middle and go, you know what I'm saying? Look at the contents of the words. Of what's going on. Because they miss the contents a lot. You know I what I'm agree. They look at the punchline, but they don't look with the words that got them to the There punchline. are certain things that you don't come back from. Well, you might come back, but the audience is not going to come back with you. Right. Kramer. Seinfeld. You can't go in a club and be like, it was a nigga! That's different. That's different in comedy. You, you, the contents wasn't yeah. there. Whereas though, me personally, the way that Dave Chappelle broke down the LGBTQ community genius. was genius. Genius. By Where none. some people were like, oh, but I'm like, if you really understand comedy, listen. he's not even against you. If you right. really listen to it. So I, I, I get what you're saying. And I feel that. Yeah. That's the curve. That's the curve that we need to get under. It's uh. 50-50, understanding one another. So we have a surprise closing. 
Uh-oh. For you. Uh-oh. What, what, what is this? What's about to happen? Something for you. It's your birthday, <laughs> oh, Okay. Here we go. <laughs> we have a surprise closing because you're turning 30, 33. 33 tomorrow. Right. And do you, what do you feel? Do you feel like your knees are starting to ache when it rains like mine? <laughs> or do you feel like forever young? Honestly, Rod Stewart type shit. Honestly, I feel like at 33, I feel like these are the years where the shit that I do matters. Yes. You know what I'm saying? For the sure. shit that I eat, the shit that I drink, the <laughs> shit that I smoke, the, the people that I fuck are like all of that shit matters now. All of it. All of it. Because 20, 15 years from now, I'm going to be sitting there like, fuck, why was I eating all of that bullshit? <laughs> now I got diabetes in my 40s. You know what I'm saying? I got a busted kidney now. <laughs> Right now. But it tastes so good. It do, but if you in your late 50s, you'd want nothing better than to go back and look at yourself and say, what the fuck was you doing? Stop that shit. Looking at yourself, eat a whole goddamn stuffed fresh pizza. I'm trying, y'all. I, I, like, to get, I like to get fat Come girl on. wasted. I, I don't know. If I you try. look back in time, you would say, stop so that shit. Oh, man. This happy is dope. birthday to <laughs> you. I was just talking about eating like shit. <laughs> <laughs> You can put it. You can put it right here. Oh shit! Look, this is late. Oh, I'm gonna get so drunk and eat this put shit tonight. Yeah, oh my good. god. Okay, so look. That looks so good. I I definitely was trying to. This is supposed to be a sparkler <laughs> joint, so I don't know what's going to nah, pop it's, up. It's cool. We good. This is enough. So I need to sing the Black Happy Birthday. I'm with that. Okay. I'm with that. So one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. You always got that. Happy like birthday to you. Happy birthday. Can you blow this out? There you go. Hey. Boom. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much. So I he has his own that. because of COVID. I don't want to eat because I'm blowing on. You know what I mean? Church. Even yeah. though I blew it in your direction. <laughs> no, you did. It's not six feet, look, but you know look, what I mean? Look, if I test positive in a couple of days, I'm coming you, to see you. You get like 12% COVID. You know what you know, I mean? Right. I think I had it in December. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> thank so, you, though. I, I, I appreciate that. Thank You're you, welcome. Mama. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's and thank you for coming on the podcast. Anytime. I really appreciate you. back whenever. I had so much fun. Thank you. I really did. I appreciate that. So definitely tune in to us next week. It's actually um, our cha- our time is going to change. From now on, it will be Sundays at 8 p.m. We are going to have the WHL podcast on. Mr. Ray and Mr. Eddie will be here with me and my um, typical co- co-host, Mia. We're going to have a battle of the sexes. Ooh. We're going to talk about some stuff dealing with the sexes. Now, can I call in for that? You can. Okay. We're going to have a call-in okay. number. I'm, call, I'm calling in. To call in, ask your questions. (laughs) We're all very intelligent individuals. We can definitely speak on the fly. It's all good. Mm -hmm. I thank everybody who has tuned in. I see all y'all who have watched. I'm sorry if I didn't get to acknowledge everybody, but thank you. Again, this is Richard Wack. Make sure you follow him on all social media accounts, all that good stuff. If he comes to the area, which I believe is going to happen soon because Zoom, my boy Zoom, and not even Is about to get back into comedy not here in Fredericksburg. No, I just moved out here. I know you did. So I'm looking to plant my flag out here. So y'all. So whoever seeing, whoever wants be seeing a whole whoever lot wants more Richard, Richard you should come to open mic with me on Wednesday. Let's do it. I'm, 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 no, I'm you, dead ass. I'm gonna give you the information because you will set that joint on fire I'm back. for sure. I'm with that for sure. Yes, so I do my poetry and I'm like, hey, my friend Richard, <laughs> my friend Richard's coming on. Yes, sir. One day I might do my poetry on the podcast. We'll see. The, the last, the last poet, poet I wrote, poem I wrote was Lil Nancy. Mm. Um, 
Eric heard it though. He heard it last <laughs> Look, week. Look, Eric smiling like shit. He's like, yeah, I heard, I heard <laughs> that. What was little nasty about? You want, you want to come to my studio? You know what I'm saying? You want to come to my Right. I'll charge you I'll charge you $9 an hour and <laughs> you can get off whenever you want, you know what I mean? Just, you know. <laughs> yeah, he came over to me and, and checked to see if I had any rings on my finger. I'm not, he said, "You can cook and you and you wrote that?" Okay, let's see. <laughs> Yes. So thank you everybody for tuning in. I appreciate it. Please give us feedback. Let us know how you like the new format, all that good stuff. And I'll see you next Sunday at 8 p.m. with the WHL podcast. Thank you. All right, guys.